Don't you worry, hoolies and hooligans. This week on Security Today, we won't be droning on and on about anything other than drones. Welcome to Security Today. I am your host, Bear. So follow me right now on Instagram and Twitter at Security B A E R and this podcast on Instagram at Security Today Podcast. And please, for the love of gold, subscribe to this podcast. And after you've followed us on Instagram, you've shared stories, you've shared this episode, you've shared your love for the podcast, go ahead and just share your most inner thoughts. I take a lot of liberties with this position. I wonder when they'll take it away. Heads up, I mentioned it last week and am continuing to soft launch the website of securitytodaypodcast.com, which will become more active as this podcast grows. There'll be some big hard launch where I just blow up your feed and something like that when I figure out exactly what I want to do with it. But right now it does have a blog. I will be posting more to the blog. I think I'm going to keep it a little more uh, theoretical, a little more ideology, a little more methodology, you know, more focused about the deeper subject matter to what security is, why we do it. And because you have to form that in your little hearts and your minds, you butterflies, you have to form that so that when you're putting those things into, uh, you know, buildings and homes for your career, what you've chosen to do, what you have chosen to do with your hands, um, it matters what you actually believe about it. And that's a human thing. So anyways, I have some wonderful news. I have joined the Sprinter IT team. Yes, as a project manager and a security design specialist. So go follow them as soon as you can on Instagram at SprinterData.com. Let me just say, this is the type of company that absolutely slays it from data to IT to audio video to security. They do the works and watching their team roll across the nation and just knock project after project out of the park. Well, it's amazing. And I'm and I am so glad to be here. So follow that. And we're going to jump right in. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Stay tuned today for a highlight of the new Detext Weatherize solution. If you don't know what Detext is, uh, I think I said Detext. It's not T9 or anything like that. It's Detext. And uh, they they make door hardware and solutions. Uh, and so we'll talk about a solution that they're providing. And today we're going to chat a little bit about ISC, which I was, you know, cry emoji face, sad to miss. And I'm thinking about, I don't know, getting a band of hooligans to go next year and we can all just hang out and be cool um in our own niche environment and all our wives will roll their eyes hey no uh finally it's a bird and it's a plane no it's not it's a drone (laughs) those damn neighbors let me tell you something for real though like four days ago i was sitting on the deck of my friend's house and we were um enjoying a nice h upman aj fernandez uh connecticut and we it was late at night and the neighbor had a drone and it zinged past uh, the the backyard and I, I, it was dark, it was behind a tree, but it definitely ended with a thud against an adjacent house. So I wonder how that went. Um, but <laughs> anyways, that's right. 
First thing that we're going to do, first thing we always do on this podcast is we give a shout out to an Instagram handle of somebody that we have, that we feel rep, that we, what would I have multiple personalities, that your, your old security Uncle Bear feels, uh, you know, promotes the podcast ideas, promotes great and excellent work, part definitely of the Clean Can Mafia, and doing what they do, uh, and I just want to shout them out to give them the props. Now, in the past, this person has gotten multiple shout-outs on this podcast, and I will continue to do it because he is the godfather, the OG. He is my role model in this industry and uh, in, in clean work and excellent ideas, and that is at All Green Lights LLC. You guessed it. Pierce with All Green Lights is a structured cabling wizard, and his company, All Green Lights LLC, uh, does magnificent work, and you can see that with his... I think it's like well past 17,000 followers on Instagram now as he reviews tools he shows work and cable spots for chucks that should find maybe another line of work Pierce is easily easily in my top one two uh when it comes to low volt guys online I've shouted him out on this podcast like I said before I will not stop doing it there's only like three to five guys on this Instagram platform that I would consider like low volt um, not low volt acquaintances, but friends. And this is another one. I keep doing this every year, <laughs> every year. I mean, every episode I'm like, Oh yeah. And this guy's one of the rare friends that I have on Instagram. And we're going to get like 50 episodes in. You're going to, this guy's just blowing smoke up our ass. He's friends with everybody. That's right. I am security bears friends with everybody in this industry. Um, he's taught me how to be excellent and perform better low volt work. I've watched his stuff. It's made my work more excellent. So check him out. Follow him right now. Uh, ex- right now, pause the episode, go follow him. And then you better come back and then, uh, send him some flowers and love notes and shit. He, he loves it. So anyways, let's get to the chit chat. Hey, this week we're going to chit chat that there were some high High hopes for a busy show, even before ISC West started. And according to Mary Beth, I don't know how to say her last name, event director of the ISC security events, 2022 pre-registration levels in February almost doubled the attendance of 2021, clearly because of the pandemic and stuff. But I almost actually went last minute because of the buzz that was going around this year's ISC from PDK's Red Booth, which I watched all their Insta stories where they looked at um, their, their new product line and they crushed it to new technologies being unveiled around every single corner of a booth. ISC West crushed it with a total headcount of around like 20,000 attendees this year. I've got to make it to the next one. I have to. Maybe we should set up a trip where a bunch of killer texts from Instagram get out there and we all, you know, uh, do, I don't know, just whatever we want, pretty much. But anyways, new to ISC West this year, the bridge... The Bridge, it was called, a central spot on the show floor that held multiple award ceremonies like the New Products and Solution Awards, formerly known as the New Product Showcase Awards, featuring 72 products across 25 categories. They spotlighted technologies such as um, Asa Abloy, which was awarded the SIA NPS Merit Award. Allegion was awarded the Best New Product Honor for its LCN 6400 Compact Series Operator. And um, it's submitted in the access control software, hardware, device, and peripherals, wired category. Uh, Newcomer 
Hakimo was awarded the prestigious Judge's Choice Award for the Hakimo Alarm Monitoring 2.0 product submitted in the Commercial Monitoring Solutions category. And (laughs) we talk about him almost every episode. At Eagle Eye Networks, President Ken Francis showed off his company's new natural language, quote unquote, search function. Uh, He said, when you think about searching, having the ability to talk or type into a Google window key uh, is something that is super beneficial and if you can get video surveillance to the point where it uses natural language it saves a ton of time because the people who are looking up what they need to find on their nvrs or their servers or whatever they don't know our language right so they just know natural language and so if they can search keywords and those sorts of things and find what they need it saves time all in all Most exhibitors and attendees seem to agree that the event was a success. So if we want to get a band together right now and uh, we want to go down there in RVs and motorcycles and maybe we could get leather jackets that um, for, you know, tech worldwide or some or technology worldwide or something that would be amazing. And I'd totally be on board. Let's move along to our product highlight. I want to highlight something that is fairly new to the hardware of. Uh, to the hardware of the security and door industry, DTEX, that's D-E-T-E-X, has launched their outdoor latch retraction in the Advantex weatherized solution. Now, DTEX designs, they manufacture, they market, and they ship products from uh, New Braunfels, Texas. DTEX Corporation is known internationally for life, safety, and security door hardware, loss prevention, and architectural hardware, integrated door security systems, and guard tour verification. Would they ever stop no they have made a leap in now offering a wonderful solution for gates outdoor access areas and outdoor access facilities in commercial environments it appears as your standard latch retraction exit device which is just like your push bar like your von duprin you know and then um you have access control tied to a solenoid it retracts the latch and it lets you into the door Um, But now being all weatherized, there are locksmiths everywhere slowly fist pumping as they whisper, finally, we have won. That, that's probably fairly accurate. Locksmiths are a weird group. Hey, I can personally recall several electrified crash bars that I have worked on that were in an outdoor employee smoking area or back-fenced facility that were corroded, weathered, full of dust and dirt, and I was there to take it apart, hose it down with TriFlow, and, and uh, you know, because they couldn't get a budget for a new one. So the new DTX device is tested to meet UL 1034, 34 temperature selection, 34, UL 1034, 54 dust selection, um, the method 509, which is the salt fog test, the driving rain test, the positive pressure test. The DTEX weatherized latch retraction is a great option for entrance and exit doors with panic or fire exit hardware exposed to weather environments. All that jargon to say they spent some real R&D dollars to get a product that will finally put some longevity on that gate outdoor hardware. So go check them out. Go check that out as you're putting it in for the first time. Make sure you send me pictures and DM me. And uh, Baraka, thank you. Okay, on to the meat. One of the most interesting trends that have been emerging for the past couple years in the security industry is the humble little drone. Fun fact, the drone was, uh, which is also considered a UAV, an unmanned aerial vehicle, has its earliest record usage in 1849. I was blown away. 
There were Austrian forces besieging Venice. Uh, they attempted to float some 200 incendiary balloons, uh, each carrying a 24 to 30 pound bomb that ha- was to be dropped from the balloon with a time fuse over the besieged city. At least one bomb fell in the city. However, due to the wind changing after launch, most of the balloons missed their target and some drifted back over Austrian lines. I'm sure that that was wonderful to report to the commander. Let's just say we've come quite a technological distance when it comes to the UAVs and the and specifically the drone. And in the very beginning season of Security Today, season one, episode 10, in March of 2020, this podcast addressed the drone, asking primarily where it was going to fit into the security world. Now, today, I want to talk about them some more. So looking once more into the looking glass and addressing the future of the drone, I want to target a little on counter-drone intelligence And finally, I'll touch a little bit on the legality of everything. Our world has had quite the spin since March of 2020. And even with shutting down economies, locking people away, tech took no breaks, perhaps an ominous omen. And when it comes to drones technology, they they continue to shoot even higher as they are making quite the name for themselves in the world of AI and security. No more fighting these mini fighter pilots. Uh, We must embrace the technology and we do so with understanding it and where it's going to play a role in our occupations. So the unknown is evil to our primitive brains but we must make sure that we stay king in this race of world domination and it is why the bear gets on this microphone every single week and doesn't stop trying to push information into your ears so that we have the greatest advantage so that you can be the best tech possible and so that the world is safer and well informed but safer with these well-informed security um, professionals that all listen to my podcast. All 53 of you. I think that was the last uh, episode. 53 listens. So hot damn. Hey, drone. let's talk about the drone future. With that, it's, that's obviously the first question. We are going to address where the drone is now and where it's going. Quote, Drones and robots are becoming a part of our everyday activities at an exponential rate, says Scott T. Crean... Crean? Crino, CEO of Red Six Solutions, a strategic advisory consulting firm out of Savage, Maryland. Obviously, the broadest use of the drone is the unmanned system, the ability to take the place of a foot guard, which just uh, with just as much presence and sacrificial quality the sacrificial quality of not endangering a human patrol and the ability to cut the human's time to put it into something more efficient is just the first few ways that the unmanned guard can become an asset to our industry. Scott Crino continues, quote, every year new hardware, software, and services are available commercially to consumers that improve the reliability, the usability, and the capability of unmanned systems that make them cheaper and easier to use and more effective, end quote. With companies like DJI, I mean, obviously, that's the breadwinner, putting out the mini drone in national stores like Costco for under 500 bucks, the massive range of this device from Department of Defense to Carl next door hitting the adjacent window um, is very, it's a very unique situation to be in. And that's another rabbit trail when it comes to the unmanned system. 
G4S, the British multinational private security company headquartered in London, has been experimenting with the unmanned system for some time. They say, quote, we see drones and robotic technology playing a very large role in our connected officer program as a force multiplier for the team in the field, says VP of the South East region, Steve Sinclair. He continues, this technology will play a major role in the enhancement of operate." operations and will help us drive efficiencies into various security programs and deployments end quote i want to note that sinclair unintentionally makes a very good point here the drone in the unmanned system turns most to skeptic most skeptics quick um because they they point the the point that can be argued is that the drone is taking jobs um, out of the taxpaying American Guard's hands, right? So there's a very large American Guard uh, industry, you know, the, the foot soldier, the private guard, the, the, the guard that moves money, all these different things. But as you see, Sinclair says that the drone, he uses the phrase, becomes a force multiplier. There's a very real possibility that the fluid introduction of this device to this niche in the security industry could and will take some jobs away. But this is the same with all technology, and most don't wish that the products and devices that they use daily for the comfort and convenience of this age would just go away because they were built in factories that now used to house millions of jobs and, and house robots to do it. The key point here is that the drone will act as more of a force multiplier and not a full replacement of the role in the security guard operations. Some jobs may go away because the process is streamlined and they don't need a foot patrol to walk the three blocks every hour anymore. But for the most part, a drone will be streamlining the security of the property and giving more ample time to stay focused on other aspects of the job when it comes to the humble security guard. It can be used to run foot patrols while the main patrol is, is being done by a human, causing five paths to be monitored at the same time instead of one. Surveillance also can take even a wider lens, which is the next gen and Philadelphia-based ASYLON, Asylon, uh, they, they've been working on, which since partnering the two next gen and Asylon, the two companies have been working together on several wide area surveillance drone applications that include a combination of perimeter intrusion detection sensors, aerial 3D radars, VMS systems, and the Asylon drone core system. Michael Lichko, Vice President of Sales for Azalon points out that, quote, after years of focusing on the mechanical elements of robotics, we are now able to leverage our own software to communicate with an unlimited number of complementary security systems, which allows the drone to be deployed strategically to respond faster and safer than the legacy security officer methodologies. To highlight, uh, the highlight that I want to bring up in this section is the University of New Mexico, UNM, which is one of the largest employers in the state of New Mexico and has the footprint that includes a nearly 800 acre campus near Route 66 in Albuquerque, as well as a variety of other properties located in municipalities throughout the state. They decided to use this force multiplier of a drone to help survey parts of the campus. UNM officials turned to Utah-based counter drone 
to help provide a solution. They provided lever or they proposed leveraging a pair of drones to watch over the property that would be housed in charging domes on the rooftop of UNM main campus buildings. Mixing a UAV that Counter Drone is the name of the company built and a DJI drone, they provided two modes of operation. One being a launch triggered by motion detection on a surveillance camera or a door sensor. The second is pre-planned mission mode in which the drone will launch on its own at a predetermined time to fly around an area of interest. Now, this is an excellent example of how drones can be integrated into security right now. Eyes on an emergency or an alarm point within seconds is where the drone is really shining in this moment. So I think that moving forward into the future, it's critical that we we use the drone technology to do what it it, it does the, the best. And that's not replacing the jobs. That's force multiplying. That's being drones that can be, uh, you know, distributed and, and put into the field that can immediately get to a sensor, an analytic sensor that goes off, whether that's on a camera or a alarm system, and can be used to, um, you know, scan the, the areas of interest at predetermined times. And I think that that will do well. So, with the advancements and future of drones still just reaching the climb, counter drone technologies kind of go hand in hand with all of this. And I wanted to address that facet of this industry also when we're dealing with drones and the future of them and what we're doing. So Robotics Data, a robotics analytics and consultant firm, has announced the release of a report providing details on the counter drone system market. They say, quote, increases in the number of reports where dangerous drones are threatening government facilities and other locations has spurred the growth of counter drone systems to oppose such attacks. These systems can include detection and mitigation methods, as well as data that tracks forensics for potential legal prosecution. Now, at the moment, only four federal agencies in the U.S. are allowed to have CUAS systems, counter drone systems, they can take down drones. Other companies and venues can generally have systems that detect threatening drones. Link in the bio. Now, with the market providing the general consumer to foreign cells, to insurgents, and even nation-state adversaries, drones for under $500, you now have phys- uh, like a physical threat on your hands. Drones bring a sort of AI matrix meets iRobot sort of lore to the American culture that make the average person kind of uneasy if a drone that has an unidentifiable unidentifiable pilot is kind of like hanging around their house or their backyard or whatever. And with this already mental presence meeting the physical presence of surveillance, small aerial attacks and cyber threats or, um, yeah, and cyber threats, counter drone security finds its way into the minds of event coordinators, sports managers, outdoor concert venues, and so much more, which all paves the way for a host of mitigations like trained birds of prey that have been used to take down uh, th- threatening drones, EMF drone long guns that can shoot EMF waves and disable the drone, drone detection devices using things like radar and D drone towers. So so D-Drone is uh, worth taking a look at at ddrone.com, D-E-D-R-O-N-E.com. And the fun part of the counter drone technology is that 
It is currently in its infancy. So golden eagles are being trained to rip drones out of the sky. Little primitive, but hey, <laughs> that's a workaround. Um, the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, which has jurisdiction over UAS in the U.S., uh, United States, currently has laws forbidding most mitigation techniques, though, including anything that would remove an aircraft from the sky. Um, which, you know what, in all honesty, that's probably good that they have that uh, in in place so that you can't interfere with its signals and it comes to the security entities outside when it comes to security entities outside of government agencies because that stuff can quickly be refocused on um you know hurting more people than it would uh for the drones being out there so i i get the hesitation and i get the like kind of slow leak into this um so so himalayan seven foot wingspan golden eagles are out for your weird avi <laughs> are out for your weird av aviary friend who dons an oversized glove and hunts coyotes at night in the gator with a sky wolf attached to the wrist look it up on youtube all that to say there is a lot of legal hoops and tape that are still standing in 2022 so it's going to take some time but i do think that keeping an ear to the ground on this there might be opportunities in the future for your company or for you to take part in some sort of counter drone technologies that would go up because it is only ramping up we are only getting closer to uh, a matrix type of world now with that let's talk a little bit about the drone legality drones they are a tricky legal battle they pose a lot of threat but also a lot of freedoms are tied to them um, as a quick breakdown for those of you who know and those of you who don't here's the skinny on where drones are right now for the consumer for the consumer it has to stay under 400 feet it has to be in the line of sight never fly it at night like that guy a couple days ago he was breaking federal law and he hit his neighbor's house that's gonna go well for him um, always you have to fly it sober <laughs> that doesn't happen, let's be honest. And never fly it over crowds, and it, the drone itself has to be somewhere under 55 pounds. Now, the American Security Drone Act of 2021, formerly introduced as the American Security Drone Act of 2019... Was giving new life in was given new life in January 2021 with bipartisan support, and now incorporates drone detection and mitigation systems, not just drones. It would ban federal entities from purchasing drones and detection mitigation systems developed by quote covered foreign entities, which includes entities who pose a national security threat or who are influenced by or located in none other than the People's Republic of China. I had to put that in there. The Security Act address addresses mitigation. Uh, mitigation includes any methods that take a drone out of the sky, which falls into two categories, non-kinetic and kinetic. Non-kinetic mitigation uses non-physical measures such as signal jamming or geofencing to disrupt a, or disable a drone. Kinetic methods include physical measures like lasers or projectiles or eagles. The FAA considers drones as aircraft. So bringing one down comes with a host of legal ramifications. Try not to do that, even as tempting as it is when your neighbor's flying it around your house. The ad, the uh, advisory doesn't even go into the potential legal consequences of the property damage or injury to people a drone could cause upon sudden landing. For good reason, Congress only allows departments of defense, energy, justice, and homeland security uh, to a mitigation authority, which makes the ability to locate the drone pilot even more important for the majority without its author this authority. And there are a lot of legal challenges 
uh, as this technology grows. There, there are a lot of positive outcomes as the technology grows as well, and there are a lot of countermeasures to help mitigate threats as this technology grows. So if you had the opportunity to play in this realm, then it, it, now or in the future, I would advise it. This, this is going to be its own thing, and let's just say if it's starting with four federal agencies, um, there's going to be some. There's going to be a large amount of money thrown around. So, uh, yeah, I would advise it, and that's kind of the take on where drones are now. So that is what it is. Hey. This is security today, and that is it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that this is a big ask, but please, 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 just tap your coworker's shoulder, and when they turn around, awkwardly say, don't, don't keep it normal, get it awkward, say, hey, I've got a bear in security, and he told me to tell you that you should listen to this podcast, Security Today. I've subscribed and followed it to it on Instagram, at Security Today Podcast, and I think my life has really turned around. They'll likely look at you and say, your life has turned around, and you'll say, well, yeah, I was kind of just the person that you knew, and then I followed Security to uh, security Bear and All Green Lights on Instagram and Security Today Podcast, and I'm kind of just the same person you've always known, but I really feel better about myself, and then you'll high five and life will have been will have gained just a little bit more hope that we're all gonna make it (laughs) okay love you bye bye